Zook Binders is the go-to album company for professional photographers looking for a high-quality partner. For 26 years, they've been servicing mid- to high-end studios like Washington Photo and complement this with a full suite of services such as album design, image selection, photo editing, video editing, and website design. Visit them at zookbinders.com and listen to the podcast with their founder, Mark Zucker, on episodes 7 and 53. Next up on Visual Wow. I committed that I will deliver the best experience possible no matter the conditions. No matter what, Jack, we make it work. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Visual Wow. The podcast for people passionate about live events. We're obsessed with creating and capturing those wow moments. This is the place the top pros come to share their secrets. Now, here's your host, Jack Hartsman. We are now live on the Visual Wow Facebook as well as the Washington Facebook page. Welcome back, Visual Wow audience. I am Jack Hartsman, your host, back from a six-week hiatus because the floodgates of our business have turned on. COVID-19 seems to be working its way into the rearview mirror. We're not out of the woods yet by no stretch of the imagination. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, our event business is back with a vengeance. And uh, back on February 23rd, we had Purnell on the show. And the very day that uh, his broadcast uh, went live on, on Visual Wow, he was diagnosed with COVID. And didn't that suck, Purnell? MC Purnell, Washington Talent, welcome back to the show. That's where we're going to pick up from your February 23rd. Is this the part two? This is the this part is two. Part two. Welcome back, my friend. <laughs> hey, you know what, uh, Jack? It's, it's great to be back here. Um, and it's great to be recovered. Uh, with You talk about rearview mirror with uh, me being a survivor of COVID. That's deep in my mirror way back there on uh, the previous exit. So I'm just excited to be back here, man. You know, many people know that we are both part of the Washington Empire. One of our co-vendors recently said, hey, when you do your podcast, it tends to be, uh, you know, self-promoting propaganda. And by the way, uh, Steve, you weren't completely wrong. But uh, on the other side of it, we are trying to bring some enthusiasm, some positive motivation and some real life information about the events community that has supported me my whole life. Purnell, you've been a part of it as long as I can remember, and I think most of your life. And when we did our last podcast back in February, we were pretty much still in the dark and dreary. And here we are in mid-May, almost, uh, almost Memorial Day weekend May, and uh, the world has literally, the faucets have not just trickled open, but the floodgates have opened in the last 10 to 20 days. You are not only an MC at Washington Talent for any type of an event known to mankind, but you're also somebody manning the phones and an entertainment consultant. How have things been like uh, pretty much since the end of April, beginning of May? Yeah, you. I mean, you explained it kind of perfectly. The, the floodgates have been open. It's like, you know, if, if, if there's a spigot or you're, you're taking a shower and you, you've got a really nice shower head and it, you can change all the settings. Well, it's like you just took that shower head and just took a crowbar to it and pulled it off. And now there's just nothing but open flow of water just coming through. Like, that's just what it feels like right now. So it's just, it's, it's almost at times too much to handle. Um, there's very few of us working around the clock. Uh, and you, you're, you're, you're helping me out. You're helping out the rest of the agency as much as, uh, as anyone else. So it's, it's just been, it's been intense. It's been intense at times, especially because we're out of practice. You so know, we can all say that. <laughs> you, and I, you, and I, you and I usually see each other on a Saturday night working parties. And, and since we haven't had any parties in an awfully long time, 
we haven't seen each other in that capacity, though. Though, Wendy, if you're listening, Wendy's party is uh, on uh, on May 29th. Her lovely twins are getting uh, bat mitzvahed. And I was remembering back where you were one year ago, Memorial Day weekend, Saturday night. You and your lovely wife were on my patio playing Monopoly with our fearless leader and partner, Robert Sherman. Um no, you meant to say losing at Monopoly. I'm not you going there, you cheating. Losing at Monopoly. You, but, but, but let's just kind of let's just kind of go back a year and say, wow, you know, uh, we were sitting around that table, literally playing Monopoly, drinking wine on the Saturday night of Memorial Day weekend, almost in tears because of how much money we were losing that weekend and how many parties were canceled and or postponed. And here we are a year later. And one of the most interesting things that's come in that 12 months is our virtual department where you and I are now working together literally on a daily basis, mm-hmm. bringing people's events uh, to their virtual guests uh, live and nationwide via the use of the Zoom technology. Um, can you think back to a year? Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, because it, it has... I mean, we could talk about how the monotony of the day in, day out, wondering what's going to happen next, but it really... Sure. I feel like we, you could blink an eye and I can remember every single conversation that we, have, that, we had that night. Uh, it's just because it really does feel like because of the monotony, because of the not knowing, there wasn't anything of significance happening for us to even remember between now and then. So I, I, I recall that vividly. And, and, but the amount of knowledge that you and I and, and the select few that have been working within our virtual department have picked up, have been forced to pick up. We were forced to create kind of this. Yeah, absolutely. It was like a business. Know, necessity is the mother of invention, right? Uh, exactly. Exactly. So it's just, it's just, it's been, I, I can even actually safely say you help pioneer a lot of this for a lot of individuals in this entire industry because we're, we're an AV company, but we're not the AV company, right? You know, we've had to learn and use resources that one wouldn't typically be accustomed to. I'm a DJ, MC, dancer. But I had to broaden my horizons and broaden my skill set in order to even keep up. And then you were just at the forefront of that, just saying, hey, Pranel, you're keep up with me. Don't keep up. Keep up with me. No, listen, I, I appreciate <laughs> I, I really appreciate the kind words. My, you know, I, I literally just took everything that I've known for 20 odd years and took my photo background and video background and kind of put it into a blender and added Zoom to it. And, you know, we had some trials and tribulations earlier in the year, mm-hmm. um, but we've got a rock solid ship now and we're doing uh, you know, next weekend we have six major virtual <laughs> jobs going on the same day. That's like, it's like I, I can't. I really cannot wrap my head around that. that and once again, go back a year ago yeah, <laughs> at the same yeah. weekend. <laughs> more, right, right. Remember we did that. We did that wedding in uh, in August yeah. at the Park Hyatt. It was you, me, and Monica, and the bride and groom. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's really been a ride. And, and let's talk about what's coming up now. We mm. at least from where I'm sitting in the photo department. Um, I'm feel, first of all, we booked a wedding yesterday for this Friday, somebody that had postponed their job to next year. And they just decided since the mask mandate was dropped in Montgomery County. Oh, heck, they want to do their party this week. <laughs> and, and we're booking weddings four days before the job. It never happens. It never happens. <laughs> and, 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 and I think, you know, I got to be careful how I say this. I'm not trying to offend anybody, clients mm-hmm. or vendors. But I think there is right now a slight disconnect between clients and vendors in the world of expectation. Mm-hmm. That 
somebody canceled their event that was back in January and they moved it to next February or March, the mandate changed. And now they're trying to move back to September and all the venues are full already and we're all booked already. And, and their frustration is definitely, we feel it. We feel it. And we're partially, I feel like we're being blamed for it. And I, I think there's sort of a disconnect between client expectations and what we're able to fill because the machine's just not up and running yet. It's only been two weeks and people are expecting us to be at the same place we were last year when we shut down. You want, you want to weigh in on that one? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, we we're actually running into that more and more on a daily, on a daily basis. Not even like one offs anymore. A couple of weeks ago, it was just a one off. Oh, we think they're loosening up mandates. So let's go ahead and push. No, it's like everyone right. is trying to push back to their original date, uh, which is an, uh, next week, this weekend, you know, in two weeks. So we are trying to be as flexible as possible, but you're right. At the end of the day, we, we all chose this as our career, right? And there were clients and there, there are clients that are currently booking that aren't rebooking that, you know, warrant our attention because we're finally, we're finally back to business. I'm finally back to paying my mortgage uh, on time. So we do have to accept the, the events that come our way. And unfortunately, yes, if you booked and you rebooked for next year, but now you want to move it back to this year, I, I, I apologize in advance. But I, my livelihood, my entire career is at stake. So we'll, we'll try to be as much like you're very flexible with this weekend. Uh, we'll try to be as flexible as possible. Reschedule it for a Friday. I say if every single person wants to reschedule their event that was originally on a Saturday, you know, they moved it to next year. And now they want to move back. Do it on Friday. What's the difference? Uh, so I, I, that's my two cents on the entire subject of people wanting to come back, wanting to do it in May or in June or August of this year. Well, as you know, we started the Visual Out podcast a year ago, mm-hmm. and we were masterfully, uh, and with a lot of pain and aggravation, we were putting out two episodes a week religiously for, for the better half of seven or eight months. And back in February, uh, a couple of jobs, corporate jobs came our way, and Monica and I chose to take those jobs, even though they were travel jobs. We had to go to Texas and to Utah, traveling with the uh, Transcend Dance Tour, and we had to fly on airplanes, stay in hotels, which was so bizarre after not going anywhere for nearly a year. And I found myself in a predicament where I was juggling podcasts and turning our company back on. I went from two podcasts a week to one a month. And, and I'm happy to say the calendar is filling back up again with podcast guests. And I'm starting to find that balance between you know, running the company again and still keeping the podcast going. We have picked up a tremendous following in some of the strangest places in Australia and in India. Um, they love Jack Hartsman. They love well, Jack Hartsman there. No, I don't, I don't think it's about Jack Hartsman. I think it's about the guests. I think it's yes. about the content we're bringing to people. Um, and to our listeners in India, uh, our hearts and prayers are with you. We know that COVID is still completely out of control there. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, quite a following in the Philippines, and we know that they are still on complete lockdown there. Um, I don't know what's going on in Australia. I think they're in pretty good shape there. To our friends and listeners across the country, uh, we, we hope you are doing well. We are here in the nation's capital, and uh, at least in the state of Maryland here, we're about 70% vaccinated. And uh, I think things are looking looking pretty pretty good for all of us here, as you know, as the world turns back on. Yeah, yeah. I uh, 
I, I agree. I, I, I seen the audience. I know you and I talked offline about how, how quickly your audience grew and how I had, I have an online personality as well that I, I choose to use Twitch as my, as my format of using that, that personality. And around the same time, just as you, I caught COVID and I stopped streaming and I haven't gotten back to that since then. So I went from a huge explosion of an audience to essentially stepping away from the entire community altogether. And you lose that steam, you lose that traction. It's kind of hard to get back there. But I feel like, um, much like you said, uh, it's, it's kind of creating that schedule, creating that regiment and knowing when to wear what hats and what time to do that at. Um, I think it is possible for you to do everything concurrently. It's just about how, how do I manage my time wisely in order to make sure that this baby project that you was exploding doesn't get dropped or doesn't fall or doesn't go to the wayside. So it's, it's great that you're getting, you're getting back to the routine, much like I am with myself. So let's talk about February 23rd. I, I remember it seriously, like it was this morning because, you know, we had worked on the podcast the week before and I was so excited to call you and tell you that the episode published that morning. And as I'm calling you, I'm getting a call from one of our coworkers to say, Hey, Parnell's out for the day. He was just diagnosed with COVID. Obviously, that C word is better than the other C word. Uh, what, what was that like? What was it's way better? What way was better. That, way better. Come on, you're you're a larger than life personality. Nothing brings you down. You always walk on the sunny side of the street. What was that like for you? Where did your heart end up when you heard the doctor say COVID positive and your symptoms? From what I remember, hit you like a ton of bricks in one day. Yeah, yeah, it was it was so weird. So I mean, I only go, I'll go back to the morning where I I even I woke up and like I don't ever wake up on the wrong side of the bed. You said I, I walk only on the sunny side of the street. I don't wake up on the wrong side of the bed as well. And I woke up and I I immediately look over to my wife. I'm like I'm running a fever. And I I don't ever I don't ever get sick. I don't ever run a fever. So it was just it was kind of odd. And then she felt my took my temperature is 104 degrees. Wow. And I was like I was like, "Oh man, are you kidding me?" Like this this isn't, a, I don't ever run a fever. This has got to be COVID. So, you know, I go to get tested and that's the last word you actually want to confirm just because you think something, you don't want it to actually be confirmed. Right, right, right. right. Um, so when they, when I got the news and I got the confirmation that it's COVID, um, you know, my soul got sucked out. It was like, I got punched in the, in the chest with a, with a giant bag of bricks. It was, I took the news very, very hard. But then at, at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I'm young. Um, I, you know, I got a lot of energy. I can fight this thing. This won't be an issue. And uh, I remember speaking to you that day and the podcast didn't even come up. You were just, you were more concerned about my well-being than the promotion of the podcast. Of course. Um, and I, and I appreciate that. That's what happens when friends and friends and family work together, <laughs> you know, those priorities go wayside. But I remember we had, we did, we had such a great job and did a great job putting our podcast together that I should have been pr- promoting it. But I, I, I can't tell you for someone like me, who's always 110% and that's energy level as well for four days straight, man. Yeah. I remember not you out for a whole week. Yeah. yeah. There's four days straight at 104 degree fever where I just bought a brand new house too, 30 days prior, like, like almost 30 days to the day prior. Did I move into a brand new house? That's four floors tall. I would go from one floor to the next and have to go to sleep for the rest of the day. Mm. So <laughs> I just remember never feeling like that in my life. So I, when you spend four days like that and on the fifth day, I finally start to break my fever and my energy was still not there. So yeah, for someone like myself, that's always at 100%, 110%. My wife's checking on me. She's self-quarantined elsewhere. You guys, my friends and family are all checking on me and I could barely even answer the phone. It just, it, it, it sucked. And then it made me realize, it made me appreciate 
why we're not gathering, you know, why we're not doing these events in person, why virtual is so important, why, why it is that, you know, we exist in the space that we exist in and that's to provide happiness however we can. But I was reminded the hardest way possible that right. we really shouldn't have been together. So let's roll forward and let's recognize that was only 90 days ago. Yeah. Yeah. 90 days ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, th- I think I still have the antibodies, but I, you know, I've got the first round. I'm getting the second round of the, the vaccine uh, on Memorial Day, ironically. So um, I, I've been, I've been in that window where I, I'm okay. You know, I've got the antibodies and now I'm getting vaccinated, but just three months ago. And I remember it like it was yesterday, man. So let's kind of wrap up with this one part, just to kind of share with the listening audience, mm-hmm. wherever you might be in the country, whatever you've been doing for the last five or 10 or 20 years in the special events community, Purnell has been an MC. He's been a dancer. He has kind of been a top of the mountain kind of a guy in the bar and bar mitzvah market, both in the Jersey Philly markets and here in DC. I've been a photographer my whole life, all over the world, all over the country, corporate and social. And what are we doing now? In the last 24 hours, Purnell, just you and me, just the last 24 hours, yesterday we were at an, at an elementary school together talking about a graduation where you're going to be the sound man. I'm going to be doing the virtual coverage. And afterwards, you're going to be DJing a party for sixth graders. And, and earlier, and then later in that afternoon, I, I was meeting with a client about uh, a B'nai Mitzvah where you're setting up a sound system in the morning and you're their MC in the evening. And, and this is how event professionals, I hate the word pivot, but move to the moment and remold themselves into whatever shape they need to do to make things right for their customers and their clients. Give me your two cents on that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll use an example. Uh, we have a client and I reached out to you about this client earlier today. And uh, this is an event I did a couple of weeks ago where the same scenario where is a B-note mitzvah twins. It's a coincidence that there were twins as well as that client you just alluded to where I was there everything that day. You know, they, they had a, they had a, a, a B-note mitzvah ceremony not in their home. It was at a location. I won't um, disclose where the location was, but they didn't have any sound. They wanted to do it virtually. They wanted to do all these things, but didn't know, have the know-how or kn- know who to contact. Lo and behold, you know, I now officially have that skill set. So I, I hang out with them all morning long, you know, doing all this great stuff. And then I go and DJ for them in the, in the afternoon, or excuse me, MC. I, I had a DJ with me and it rained a lot that weekend, Jack. I don't know if you caught wind. It rained an awful lot that weekend and we were outside, not under a tent. So I committed, much like I committed to every single client of mine for the past 16 going on 17 years, thousands of clients later, that I will deliver the best experience possible no matter the conditions. So what that entailed and what it encompassed for me, they wanted it to be outside. So I did my absolute damnedest to wait till the last minute to move my equipment inside but once it cleared up, because it just kept coming and going, kept coming and going, I ended up moving my DJ back outside just to move him back inside 20 minutes later, just to move him back outside. So you play this, this, this tug and pull, this, this seesaw. But as I'm doing that and, I, and I'm wrapping up, we had a great event. I'm wrapping up. I'm wrapping the cables up. I'm breaking down my DJ's equipment with them, helping them out. I'm realizing I'm lucky that I have the skills that I do, but I'm so fortunate and so glad that this client elected to have me as their entertainer and have me be there for them right. because I know, and you know, and so many other professionals watching this podcast know there are so many individuals out there that would have been like this. I'm not getting paid to do this. I'm not getting paid to do that. Right. I'm not getting paid enough to do this. And they just want to let the event die. Um, 
that's not my MO. That's not your MO. No one that I work with in my immediate circle of friends and colleagues, things like that. But I, I can, t- I have 10, 20, 30 individuals at the top of my head that I know would think twice about it the entire time. So that family recognized it. Their family is very thankful. I'm very thankful that they had me. And that's just one example though of the past year of how many times we had to just make it work. No matter right. what, Jack, we make it work. I think that the people in our listening audience would absolutely agree. If you're an event professional, you know what we're talking about. You don't have to be a photographer or an MC. You could be a florist or a catering director, a venue manager. We are all back in the game. The machine just went from three miles an hour to 100 miles an hour. We all figured out how to run our companies at 5 to 10% capacity, and now we're about to go to 80. Uh, it's going to be a struggle. Uh, we're going to all rise to the occasion to get it done. That's what event people do. I am glad you are healthy again 90 days later. It has been a pleasure working with you in our virtual department. And I think we have a long time coming, many years to come, that the virtual world will continue to grow even when things get more back to normal. And um, I hope I can count on you to come back on the show as things uh, progress further and we have new content to talk about. Uh, Any last thoughts? Yeah, we should make this a quarterly check-in. We should A quarterly uh, (laughs) check-in? A quarterly check-in. The quarterly update with MC Purnell. There you go. I like that. It's got a nice (laughs) ring to it. Uh, Well, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you tuning back in. I apologize for the six-week hiatus. I'm really glad to be back. Uh, Purnell, I'm really glad to make you the guy. Uh, Lots of energy at this conversation. You and I are never dull in what we can find something to talk about. Never at all. (laughs) Um, uh, Anyway, uh, super great to see you, my friend. I look forward to seeing you again real soon. To the visual audience, thanks so much for tuning back in again. I promise you we won't leave you for six weeks. uh, And I'm really glad you tuned back in for this show. Uh, Love you all very much. Please stay healthy. Stay safe. Get vaccinated. Wear your mask in public. Get your vax. Don't be a dodo head. We love you. We'll see you (laughs) next time. Thanks so much, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Have a great night, everyone. Thanks for listening to Visual Wow. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and tell your friends. Go to visualwow.com for more info. If you didn't like what you heard, just keep it to yourself. Know a pro we should be talking to on the show? Drop us a line. Talk with you next time on Visual Wow.